Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 173, looking at Ecclesiastes 10, 11 and 12, and then into 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and 13. First, we head into Ecclesiastes, and there's much to read today, but I want to concentrate on the final few words. After reading through this book over the last few days, you might have found yourself quite depressed by the writing. Nothing is worth it. Life is futile. All is vain. The writer clearly has found little to draw comfort or even passion in his life. That is until he makes his conclusion. All of life boils down to two things. Fear God and keep his commands. Notice the fear of God comes first. We are in awe of his wrath and his love. We seek not for his justice over our sin, for we know we will be punished, but instead we seek for his graciousness and mercy to save us. Therefore we keep his commands, for we know a righteous God desires faithfulness from his people. The whole of life can be boiled down to those two elements. Nothing has changed since the writer of Ecclesiastes. We fear God, we respect God, we honour God, we love God, and from this the desire to keep his commandments is given. We place God at the centre of our lives, not anything else in society, not even our marriage or our children. God is in the number one spot. It is when he is in that spot we find great meaning in life. Life is no longer futile, it becomes joyous for we know we live to serve the Creator. Life is no longer vain for we know we seek the pleasure of God, not quick moments of happiness in this life. Joy and meaning comes from putting God first in your life. Let's head into the book of 2 Corinthians. Paul has been building a particular argument for some time now, with its conclusion in verse 10. Whether it be the struggle with personal sin, persecutions coming from bold preaching, or the accusations that are fired towards Paul from his writing, he will continue to boast in the Lord. For in these moments, Paul, the mortal man, is weak. The only way to persevere and continue the work of the Lord is through the strength and grace of God. Jesus declared that his grace is sufficient. It brings power in weakness. So Paul, weakened by all that is on this earth, boasts for he knows it is nothing of him but everything of Christ. The concern that Paul has, and ultimately it is his reason for building this argument of weakness being strength in Christ, is that he is not convinced that the church is on a stable footing. They seem to want to quarrel and debate rather than to serve the Lord. He is concerned that when he finally does get to visit the church, the true nature of it will be revealed. The reminder here is that Paul is not looking for a perfect church, and neither should we, but he is looking for the church to be Christ-focused, so when it is weakened, it will turn to Christ to gain its strength. Just as we are to do now, when the church is in a struggle, it must turn to Christ as its only source of strength. In doing so, it won't be found circling around argument after argument. Verse 5 in chapter 13 is key to all of this. It is time we pause and examine ourselves. Do our thoughts, actions and words speak of being in the faith? Do we look like we are Christians but inwardly there is nothing there? Being in the faith will mean a different approach to life and to the difficulties that will arise. The encouragement from Paul is to pause, to examine and to pray that we draw close to Christ for it's only in Christ that we have anything to boast about. And notice verse 11, if that examination does not go well and we see that there are issues, the aim should always be restoration. We seek to confess sin, to repent from it, and then to restore to the gracious position of child of God in the church. Restoration in Christ is always the aim for those who are struggling in the faith.
let's pray about these things. Father, we recognize from Ecclesiastes that really the only joy and satisfaction in life is found in you, the creator God who sustains all things. Father, we pray that we would put you first in our lives and that when you take that central spot, we would truly find that joy and satisfaction from life. And Father, we recognize that this world will weaken us and we will struggle through trials and temptations and persecutions, but we pray that in Christ we'll find the power to face each one and be faithful towards you by fearing the Lord and keeping his commands. And so, Father, we pray this in your name. Amen.